You're listening to Nick Luck Daily. This edition is brought to you by Fitzdares, by the Racehorse Owners Association, and by Thoroughbred Racing Commentary's Global Rankings. Good evening, thank you for listening. This is episode 97 of the Saturday edition of the Nick Luck Daily Podcast. My name's Charlotte Greenway and it's Friday the 6th of October. In this episode we'll hear from connections of runners this weekend in the UK and we'll also be getting a bit of rare insight from the Czech Republic. Starting at home, it's been busy in Newmarket at Tattles Book One this week. And tomorrow, we've got Group 1 action from Newmarket, as some top-class fillies will be taking each other on in the Sun Chariot Stakes. In Spiral is currently the even-money favourite, and Frankie Dottori might not get too many other chances to add to his British Group 1 tally. Marquis de Savigny is a fascinating challenger from France, and is already a dual Group 1 winner. Heredia for Richard Hannon steps up in grade and has plenty of potential. And another that's quite possibly overpriced at 33 to 1 is the ultra consistent Random Harvest. And here's her jockey Safi Osborne on her chances. Yeah, um, things haven't really gone her way the last couple of times. Uh, ground sort of in at Goodwood, but uh, back on quick ground hopefully this week. And, uh, no, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't sort of say she goes there without a chance. Uh, The horses in the background suggest you're at the sales. Uh, I I don't know why I I interview different people on a different time. There should just be a room for everyone at the sales where they can do quick Nick Luck daily interviews because I think you're about the third today, but there you are. Um, What what was her best run this season, do you think, Random Harvest? Um, I'd I'd probably say on figures-wise, you'd say her run in the Duke of Cambridge. Mm. it was probably her best. It was the day she got the ground that she wanted. It was it was really quick ground at the Royal Meeting. And um, on sort of figures, you'd say that run. Um, obviously, um, Tom Clover's horse has come out and done really, really well the rest of the season. So, um, yeah, probably the Duke of Cambridge. Is she best when she when she goes forward? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's sort of when you watch her running style, she's run her best races on the front end. She doesn't necessarily have to make the running um, when she finished second in the group three um, on, on Derby Day she was um, up on the pace and when she won her group three at Ascot she um, she was making the running so it is, um, yeah it's pretty apparent that she likes to be on the front end um, she didn't she didn't break very well at Goodwood which didn't really help her chances but the, the ground was definitely the thing that was going against her that day and you've ridden her on her last 12 or 13 starts I think what, what have you learned about her in that time um, huge amounts of off that she likes quick ground. Mm. <laughs> um, but um, no, she's she's been an amazing horse for me. Um, I first got on her at the Royal Meeting last year in a handicap when she was rated about eighty, and I think she's now sort of she's about one hundred one hundred seven, one hundred eight. So um, no, she's been an amazing horse for my career. We've sort of struck up a pretty good rapport, and um, we seem to get on quite well. Anything else at the weekend you're looking forward to getting on? Um, drama. I really like drama in the sales race. Um, Things didn't really go his way in the sales race on the July course, and um, I worked him last week, and he feels he's fine better. And um, yeah, I really like his chances. I'm sort of away from mine. Of course, I've ridden the last twice as Dark Trooper that's running in the Bengals, and um, obviously can't ride him because I'm at Ascot. But, um, mm. Sorry, at Newmarket. Mm. But um, no, I, I'd I'd really like him this weekend. 
Sprinter Quinault has had a remarkable season, winning seven handicaps with his rating rocketing from a mere 59 to 102, the mark which he'll be running off in tomorrow's Challenge Cup at Ascot. The man responsible for all these successes is his trainer, Stuart Williams, and Tom Stanley, when he spoke to him yesterday, asked Stuart how impressed he's been with the horse throughout the whole season. Yeah, I mean, he's been a star for us this year, obviously. And, um, you know, he's thrived on his racing. And to be fair to him, he's the more racing he's had, the more settled into it he's got. And, you know, the the, the better he's become. Um, do you feel now that, obviously, he's done his, his winning by and large over six, but do you feel now that, that come the end of the season he's more a seven horse or not necessarily? It's just how the races are falling. Well, I mean, I, he's definitely bred to get at least this far and um, obviously saw the race out well last time so I'm very happy with him at seven furlongs. You know, on different ground we might go back to six. Hmm. If he wins and he, and, he, and he ends up rated, you know, knocking on 109, 110, do you, do you roll the dice in the big one at the end of the year? I'd, I'd have to talk, talk to Tom about that. That mm-hmm. would be a decision for, that we'd make together afterwards. But it's we left him in the other day, you know, with that in mind, sort of thing. So yeah. it would be a discussion. Um, obviously, we'd do the right thing for the horse in the first place and make sure he came out of the race good, and then have a have a conversation about it afterwards. Yeah, that's the the champion sprint. Um, is 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 decent ground, not necessarily quick, but anything away from soft ground important to him or not? I don't know. We've never tried him. Like that. He won the, the Thursday that he won at Newmarket before he won on the Saturday in the spring. was good to soft ground, but he was off 74 or something like that that day. So, you know, it, it's hard to say. It's hard to say that he's better on with a bit of cut in the ground, but it's hard to say he doesn't go on it either. So, you know, until we, until we find it, until we find out. You, you, you race them on it. You don't really find out for sure. Um, if it was some problem with Newmarket, the, the the good and the bad is that if it was wet on workday at Newmarket, if we wait two days, it's dry, and we mm. can work them on good ground. So we never really get to try them on really wet ground at home. So it's always on the track that we um, that we end up making those decisions. Quinault beat Potmaster last time by a neck, but Potmaster has since gone on to win at listed level at Newbury on very soft ground. Rivalry will be renewed at Ascot tomorrow, and Potmaster's owner, Lawrence Bellman, told Tom Stanley just how much this horse means to him. Well, I said he's an uh, apple of my eye. Um, you know, when, when you have a horse that's five years old and you've had him, you know, since he was a yearling, uh, it's, it's good that he's, you know, progressed over the last three or four years what what has led to this consistent improvement he's now rated 109 which we'll come to but you know as a five-year-old what what, how have you got to this stage to be honest we don't know i mean ed always thought he's got um a stakes win in him uh but he's a quirky boy um, but he's in just such fine form this year. I mean, he's really improved this year. I mean, he did win twice uh, in his first season, but then I think he found it hard in the sprints. Uh, we aimed him at all the hard races, big heritage handicaps, the Wokingham, etc., which he, he nearly won. He came second. Um, 
but I think he actually prefers smaller fields. Uh, that helps him. Um, but he seems to love Ascot. That's his home, which is no bad thing to be loving Ascot. And um, he's just thrived this year. He's just in great form. He, he comes out of his races bouncing. He wants to go and run again. And, and you'll know that on the racing TV coverage with George Baker and I previewing the race, I think he was the only horse we didn't talk about before it. And then we felt really guilty when he went and won and went up nine, which is more than I thought he might, to be fair. But I suppose he beat 114 horse. Yes, I mean, I don't think that horse performed so well, but he relished everything. The ground was soft and he really relishes soft ground, which he won't have at Ascot, I don't think. It will be on the, sounds like the soft side of good, but um, but he does enjoy the hill at Ascot, uh, as well as obviously winning at Newbury. Um, but yes, he's thriving, and uh, going to seven furlongs has been sort of the making of him, more than the six furlongs. He is, would he be sort of typical as the sort of bracket you're looking to spend in and, and you know, what you're looking to achieve with a, with a horse? Is that is that your sort of modus operandi, Lawrence? Oh, I just want a horse to enjoy his racing life and win and win a few times. I mm. didn't think he'd be a 100-plus horse. I mean, when he was bought for a relatively cheap sum, 18,000 guineas, um, it just, I just loved the horse. I just... You know, had no idea what he would achieve, particularly from his breeding. It's not like at the sales at the moment where you have to spend seven figures, or well, six or seven figures these days. Mm. Well, look, given that I've had you and Stuart on, I hope one of you wins it. I can't. I've, <laughs> I've got to be non-partisan. Well, you Stuart to win it again. <laughs> Stuart's always winning. No, I mean, uh, Quinault ran really well that day, and we we would have him, but uh, his speed. You know, he had just that speed in him and we couldn't catch him. Dragon Leader is the hot favourite for the two-year-old trophy at Redcar tomorrow, following a win and a second in two sales races, the last twice. And his trainer Clive Cox joined Tom Stanley yesterday morning to share his expectations for him this weekend. Yes, I hope, um, you know, I think he's he's going to be happier if the ground stays dry rather than too wet. Um, but... He's, he's certainly well qualified and um, he could have done no more than he's done really he was he was a very worthy second uh, in the Weatherby's Hamilton race at, at Doncaster last time um, that's great for me thank you John um, and, and um, I, I do think uh, you know what he's done is superb this year and he's, he's rightly favourite for Saturday you know this weekend in the Czech Republic will be the 2023 running of the Velka Pardubička. A real one-off. If you thought the Grand National fences were big, this is something totally different. And British-based rider James Best is heading out there for his third ride in the race. And when Nick spoke to him earlier in the week, he started by asking him what the course is like to ride and how does it compare to what we've got over here in Britain? It's just good fun, to be honest. Um... Yeah, just that's the best way to explain it. It's just uh, really good fun. Uh, like, again, I suppose you could slightly compare it to um, a, 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 almost a cross between team chasing and hunting, and uh, just good fun. Uh, and what about the what about the terrain? Because that looks quite quite challenging. 
Yeah, it's um, very different. It's uh, obviously you go across a ploughed field at times of the race and uh, it's twisty and turny and uh, yeah, um, yeah, there's all, all sorts of um, different things going on. Um, and can and can you ride a race tactically like you would in a in a chase in a steeplechase in the UK or even when they used to say hunt around the first circuit in the Grand National even though they don't do that anymore? I mean, can you can you actually apply some kind of tactics to it, or do you just have to kind of go with the flow a bit? I think a bit of both, really. You've obviously got to take it as you find it, um, especially like I. Like I don't know this horse at all. You can obviously watch um, last year's race when it finished sixth in the Pardubici, and you can watch obviously numerous videos of the Pardubici back. But um, a bit of both, I think you can uh, go out there and try your best to, I suppose, follow. I suppose um, obviously Jan Falchuk, who rode very well over here for many years, he's in the race, so he's an obvious one to follow through the race. So would you get a bigger adrenaline buzz from this than anything else? Oh, massively so, yeah. Um, like, uh, I'm not exaggerating that it it's made my made my year when I got asked to go out and ride in it. It's um, someone I very much look forward to. Okay, tell me a little bit about the horse that you're riding this time. Obviously, you haven't ridden him in a race before, but you know a bit about him. Yeah, a horse called Lamborghini, um, trained by um, yeah a man called Stanislav Papelka. Um yeah, I, I was only la- asked last Wednesday to ride the horse as um, I think his, his intended jockey got injured in Murano the weekend before last. Um, he's had a couple of goes in the Pardubici. He, he finished sixth in it last year. Um, he, he, he did fall in it the year before. But um, but yeah, obviously going on last year's uh, performance, hopefully um, I can get a, a, a good, spin off, good spin on him. There we go. That's it for another week. Thank you very much for listening. Nick will be back with you as usual on Monday morning. Have a lovely weekend. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nick Luck Daily, brought to you in association with Fitzdares, the Racehorse Owners Association and Thoroughbred Racing Commentary.